0: Hey guys, welcome to Rogue Theory. It's a new show that we're really excited about here in New Rockstars. We're bringing together some of our favorite people in the nerdist sphere uh, to hypothesize and theorize and hungry eyes, uh, all the eyes uh, about the topics and questions that are in that nerdy zeitgeist right now. Also, we got a new set. Devin worked really hard on it. Give it up for Devin. Uh, uh, He doesn't know that he worked on it. He's been doing it uh, through his nightmares. Uh, uh, But uh, on this episode, we're going to talk about Marvel's re-release of Avengers Endgame, the big-time actor that is supposedly, maybe, definitely, probably joining the MCU, uh, and a potential fixed ending of Game of Thrones. Uh, although some people think it doesn't need any fixing, just saying, I don't know. Uh, and then also just whatever else comes up, any nerdy tangents that's happened uh, here with me, speaking of the nerds that will tangent with me, uh, on this panel are Whitney Van Lanningham from NerdWire. Hi,
1: hello. Yeah. hello. hello.
0: Uh, our boy Sam Basher, host hello. of Only Stupid Answers and also Might Be Awesome. Yeah. Yay. And your rock his own, Eric Voss. I'm so
2: grateful that they let me
0: in here (laughs) Wow Uh, It was an oversight and it won't be repeated Uh, Cool all right, so uh, uh, how are you guys doing? Welcome. This is our first one. Welcome. You, you guys inaugurated it. If that's a burp. Ooh. Yeah. sounds right.
2: Do we have champagne that we can smash on this set?
1: Yes. Oh, uh, we Just no like longer keep champagne
0: here because of what you did. <laughs> Just a drop. Just a drop. <laughs> this is also an intervention, uh, uh, which uh, you're a big fan there. of.
1: I really am. You know, <laughs> it's
0: a good yeah. show. Yeah, we don't need to go into that. Instead, we don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll do that again after uh, the show. But instead, let's talk about uh, what's going on with this Avengers Endgame thing. So. Uh, Marvel Studios head Kevin Feige announced a plan to re-release Avengers Endgame again oh. in theaters with, get ready, a deleted scene, hmm. a little tribute, and a few surprises. Uh, so probably after the credits. Uh, so the first like nerdy deep dive question that I have is... Uh, is there any chance that this isn't just a blatant attempt to make sure that
3: they defeat Avatar at the box office? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, probably. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, honestly, I mean- it, it feels like that, doesn't it? Like, oh, hopefully it's okay if I uh, take a swing at this first, but it's just like, it, fe- it feels like that. It- it's, silly internet points that if this movie gets more points that means the thing we like more won (laughs) because like Avatar right now everyone's like boo no one wants these movies five to six more that are coming out in the next 40 years no one one asked for these so we want do you hmm? get
0: paid in points? Hmm? yes
3: (laughs) I just exchange them for anything I want food
0: (laughs) (laughs) these are real dollars
1: you really
2: gotta switch over to favors and threats oh okay
1: yes no it's just like much better system
3: it's definitely like it, it feels a little feels a little cheap because immediately when I heard that, I wanted to buy a ticket. You know, like, yeah. I, I, I want to I contribute to that. I want to know what else they're going to give me. But at the same time, you're like, why didn't you just put that in the first place?
2: Yeah, I, I hear that. I felt the same way. Um, I, maybe you're looking at it from Disney's perspective and Kevin Feige. They are so close. They're like $45 million away. $42 million. $42 million oh, away. Whitney really? has that in her purse right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Find a lot of champagne after this.
1: <laughs> no! It's the only thing I'll drink.
2: The, uh, you can also look at it from the angle of why didn't they do it uh, in the initial release. I think from the studio perspective, they really wanted Endgame to be the finality, to be the, the final thing that we kind of walk away from. They ended it with a funeral. You know, there was no post credit scene. Uh, I think all of us in this bubble are always worried about what the next thing is. And maybe now they feel like, okay, we've had two months to move on. Let's re-release it. People will go see it anyway. It's worth seeing again in the theater. It's such a great cinematic experience. Let's do it again. And now this will be the pivot jumping off point to what's coming in phase four.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it could potentially help set up Spider-Man, which we're are right about to see. What do you think,
1: Whit? That's true. Um, I just am really hoping that the deleted scene that they put in is Tony Stark's daughter giving was shit that her dad just died. Because like thinking that. Because <laughs> yeah. like yeah. she was just like, he's like, how are you doing, kid? And she's like, I want a cheeseburger. And it's like, I love a good cheeseburger, but your dad just died, dude. Well, and maybe like, she's dude, had trouble yeah. determining- I know grief eating is uh, a yeah. thing. I do it too. Yeah. I do it on a Wednesday, but yeah. yeah,
2: There was a hologram of him, and his holograms are pretty vivid. Maybe she was just confused. Dad's <laughs> yeah, over
1: He's cast a blue light. Where's daddy? because right they, they didn't
3: put like a coffin out to the lake they put a flower well they did but it <laughs> sunk we yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> saw body guys which is why he one. might be a scroll
3: just, uh, we got a video for you get out of <laughs> my camera. Yeah. 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 Sure, camera get out of there that's <laughs> our you uh, new catchphrase I, imagine it. they got you to buy an IMAX ticket just to watch a kid cry, just a, little cry like, a little bit longer just to watch a kid cry a little bit more but to,
0: to be it. fair it, there is supposedly this deleted scene of right after the snap just like we saw Thanos Gamora in you know the Blood Zone or whatever that, uh-huh. that place is, uh, where he sees a grown up version of his daughter and they have some sort of exchange. So she it probably, probably isn't like the saddest scene. Um, well, I don't know, saying goodbye but, like, to your
1: like your grown up daughter. That didn't test well with audiences. Like that just sounds like it would be really cheesy to me.
3: I mean, they did shoot it, and that was the actress who is the star of. Netflix's 13 Reasons Why" and that was yeah. a big—that oh, really? was a big piece that like everyone's like, "Who's she gonna play?" Well, and it's canon in the MCU too. What she does in 13 yeah. Reasons Why," and exactly. 100%, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's what she's there. I was—it's just a little confused because. I'm she yeah. was sad. I uh, I didn't I didn't know what she looked like, so when Ant-Man's daughter was older, I was like, that must be her. <laughs> so I was like, I didn't know that that was. Well, you have face so. blindness. A little bit. Oh yeah. my God, Matt Damon, Mark Wahlberg, same person. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, don't know exactly. who they are. Yeah,
2: just a little bit more Southy. He's Mark Wahlberg, but a little less. Yeah, different flavors <laughs> of Southy. Yeah. yeah I, uh, there was a thought that maybe the funeral that we saw from Tony Stark should have also been doubled and <laughs> given the same proper <laughs> respect to another person who sacrificed her life, Natasha Romanoff, and we never saw any kind of proper burial there was an argument over whether to go back and use the stones to try to save her but no proper sent off so maybe that could be something considering black widow has a movie in the works maybe they're going to try to set that up and kind of uh, explain with some kind of scene that she is coming back or there's a story that we never saw like budapest well,
0: one one thing that they say that will be there and that's a potential uh, option is a new tribute to someone
3: a lot of people are guessing it could be stan lee but it could be black widow do you guys think anybody else maybe That'd be really cool. I mean, also, the idea for the uh, tribute for the characters that are leaving, especially like your Scarlett Johansson, your Robert Downey Jr., and your Chris Evans could be something that was really cool. But I think Stan Lee honestly sounds like the best option if we wanted to pay tribute to someone. This, that He started it all for some reason everyone at least in this country and around the world knows that that guy made comics or whatever that means <laughs> yeah. you know like that's <laughs> the guy. invented paper yeah, yeah. <laughs> he drew all of them uh, he the invented
1: drawings so uh, that <laughs> idea
3: like uh, before Captain Marvel that was kind of a fun fun is the wrong word uh, uh, a heartfelt tribute of having him in the Marvel Studios logo but I wouldn't mind for like the genuine end to this saga being something for him that'd be kind of cool
0: yeah. Oh, so, fingers crossed. They did have one previously, uh, but it was on Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I think a lot of people are like, it, I don't know, it felt weird that it was on that movie and not on the big... The final one.
1: It was just like that was the soonest one after his death so they kind of just slapped it. That's yeah. what they did with, with um,
3: they did that with Punisher and it's the end of season two he goes and starts just murdering random people and it says for Stan Lee at the end you're like oh, this so is, so cool. <laughs> I, is weird. I do this weird. for you Stan yeah. Yeah. You standing, I don't think he wanted this but whatever. Sounds
1: good
2: Stan's just watching from heaven like I do not condone the actions of this man
0: Yeah that's what he says about all our videos So now before we get on to our next top which is uh, about which major Hollywood A-lister that I've been told maybe I look like sometimes, Mm -hmm. and it is Danny DeVito, uh, who might be joining the MCU. Uh, We just gotta give give a quick thank you to our sponsors uh, who helped us bring this show to you and a set, and you know, Devin is very expensive to work with, so uh, they helped (laughs) us out a lot. So thank you so much to uh, Harry's, first of all, uh, the average guy spends 3,000 hours of their life shaving. Like literally four months of your of your time is shaving. You do it all at once and you get it done at the beginning. Like that's what I try to do. So basically, you don't want to waste all of your life overpaying for bad razors. Uh, with Harry's, you get a razor that's so sharp you don't have to shave as often. Literally, uh, it's also only like two bucks a blade. Uh, I love using Harry's razors. Uh, this I have to actually like inch in with a very sharp blade in order to get this uh, just right. I literally grow hair like up to my eyes, <laughs> and then I and then Harry's brings it Fun. right back down uh-huh. to non Neanderthal. Uh, it's got this um, weighted like rubberized handle that's really great in your hand. Uh, I don't know if their German factory is just like pumping out vibranium blades or what, <laughs> but they are very very sharp. See. <laughs> like, I shouldn't do that joke because it looks like I slipped my wrist <laughs> uh, uh, oh, no. they are uh, very very sharp there's a lot of band-aids on my neck that you can't see uh, get a trial set from Harry's that comes with everything you need for a close comfortable shave uh, it's the weighted ergonomic handle for an easy grip five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade for a close shave rich lathering shave gel that will leave you smelling great and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and clean on the go uh, listeners of our show, by the way, they can redeem their trial set at harrys.com slash rockstars. So make sure to go to harrys.com slash rockstars to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you. My name is Philip, and you're supporting the show by being sent there. Thank you so much. Also quick. Thank you to our other sponsor molecule uh, molecules, reimagining the future of clean air, starting with a air purifier with warm weather comes allergy season, sniffles and sneezes and headaches and all the annoying things that Eric does in the office. Uh, they are part of our lives every day, uh, Day during this part of the year. Uh, you can't get away from the allergens and pollutants just by going inside, because actually indoor air is up to five times as bad as outdoor air. Uh, So luckily the folks at Molecule have developed a cool new kind of air purifier that eliminates the things that make your nose all stuffy, uh, which is why I sound like this. Normally I would sound very masculine. Uh, It's cool, (laughs) it's it's got a sleek design. It uses this breakthrough nanotech that actually destroys the allergens and pollutants uh, that are a thousand times smaller than what a normal like HEPA filter can do. Uh, And also unlike a HEPA filter, the Molecule actually destroys the indoor air uh, pollutants at a molecular level. It's like way too good tech use on this kind of thing, Uh, but it completely removes them from the air that you breathe. Molecule uses, it's called photo electrochemical oxidation nanotech, which is the coolest thing, uh, to eliminate viruses, airborne chemicals. Also that technology has been verified by science as being very good at this. Uh, But most importantly, uh, it's been tested by real people. There's someone who, there's an allergy or like asthma sufferer who said that she had not breathed through her nose in 15 years. Until she got uh, the molecule, which is amazing, like just for having a better quality of life. So for seventy five dollars off your first order, visit m o l e k u l e dot com and enter code Rockstars at checkout. Again, to save money and breathe easier, you just got to go to molecule dot com m o l e k u l e dot com and enter code Rockstars at checkout. Thank you so much, guys. Is Keanu going to be in the MCU? Ooh, I hope so. Oh, man,
1: I mean. Wow.
0: Okay, so for those of you not caught up on the latest Keanu news, which there's so much Keanu news uh, lately, uh, Kevin Feige apparently, he doesn't know that every time he speaks it makes news, but he said recently that almost every MCU movie they try to find a way to get Keanu Reeves in there, and it just hasn't worked out. But they're they're basically implying that he's definitely going to make his way in at some point, and since he's having a moment right now, it sounds like they're trying extra hard to bring him in. So let's assume it's going to happen what Marvel character do we want Keanu Reeves to play?
3: Ooh. Anybody want to go first? I'll yes. jump on that. I, I mean, Adam
2: Warlock's right there, you know. Yes. It, it, I guess the question <laughs> is... <laughs> is uh, the perfect a man. Can Keanu go blonde, I guess is a question. What can't Keanu do? I think yeah. he can. I mean, he's that perfect fusion of someone who is kind of weirdly the spiritual figure from his <laughs> Matrix roles, and but he's also kind of can be goofy in the way that I would want Adam Warlock to be in, in James Gunn's third movie, so I would love if he could... Play Adam Warlock or something cosmic like Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer, has Surfer been brought right. up. Yeah. yeah, Silver Surfer has yeah. been. Yeah, the yeah, instead so of that
1: Lawrence Fishburne
0: voice, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, I that he did if the, you got voice. Lawrence Fishburne was, uh, the voice. Doug Jones did the body, but yeah. Lawrence
3: Fishburne did the voice. So yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Silver Surfer is the top of my list, but at the same time, with Guardians three coming out, they're talking about Adam Warlock. So I feel like the and they also there was a hint of high evolutionary being a villain they want to work with the idea of using Keanu in a way that is cosmic and ethereal and something that is just larger than life. It's not looking at like the nitty gritty like street level stuff in like the MCU, which would be cool too. Like if you said like if you were out there like maybe he was Iron Fist or something like that, I'd be like that's that would be really cool. (laughs) Um, I'd be on board with that. But the idea of him playing someone like Infinity or something where it's like the Living Tribunal Mm because imagine him wearing like a like a drape around his face (laughs) and three different faces of Keanu spinning around and you talk to each one. Uh, The idea of him playing something larger than life, I feel kind of leans a little bit into the meme culture around him Mm -hmm. right now and I think there's something there of uh, the that either they can kind of lean into his like hand-to-hand combat which would be cool but I think if Marvel really wanted to mix it up which they're very good at doing is picking an ethereal role from like Silver Surfer or Infinity someone that is the embodiment of uh, a concept in the MCU which could be really fun to like tackle as we move forward or you know I don't know I I think Silver Surfer one because he looked good and then (laughs) two I go Infinity yeah (laughs) <laughs> cool. So that, are there any answers left for you? Yeah, <laughs> like the
1: one that uh, I've been hearing a lot about that I think would be a little fun is uh, King the Conqueror, Ooh. which mm-hmm. I just want to see him running around in animal pelts. I just want to <laughs> watch Keanu run around, and like that's like that character oh, like is kind of yeah. yeah, and that and like kind of like that character I guess is so. I want. I would like to see Keanu bring like his humor kind of to it because it's not normally like a humorous mm. as much. Yeah, yeah. Does we, he, he doesn't
0: know he's funny, right? Like he, like, that's like, kind yeah, of the thing, like, too.
1: He, yeah. And I just. I mean. Obviously, always be my maybe Keanu is yeah. my favorite oh, Keanu. Yeah. I think that's who so. we're all
0: imagining. <laughs> yeah, so yeah.
2: What flavor of Keanu are we talking about? Are we talking <laughs> yeah, about exactly. always My maybe? Are we talking about Bill and Ted Keanu? Are we talking about Matrix Keanu? John Wick Keanu? So no my matter thing- what,
1: it's going to be an excellent adventure.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> bad
1: jokes. Bad jokes. Bad jokes. <laughs> uh,
0: no, I, I mean it, could you, it. Probably they wanted to be a John Wick uh, Keanu.
1: No, which, I, think. I think that's
0: I
2: the don't vibe care. that they're like. They're
3: like hoping they for. They want that violent He's basically. To, like, torture, the
2: Damaged. Yeah.
1: There's just like, nine John Wick's, give me a silly Keanu.
3: Honestly though, if you go down the rabbit hole of Kang, there's so many versions of Kang that you could do. Like the young version Mm -hmm. of him, you can get an older version of him, you get the blue version of him, so many different toy options. But if you have to go up against (laughs) multiple Keanos in a scene, Mm -hmm. one hand-to-hand combat, one with a laser, one with a flying surfboard, whatever you want, that's a pretty good pitch. You're pitching real hard, and you're also grading your own pitches. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I, I, you guys went all cosmic, so I'm going to go the other direction. I had already heard a rumor that they wanted him for Wolverine, but I think that's oh. good that he's aged out of that if they don't want to have to recast Wolverine again. Unless really he's fast. old man Logan. yeah, yeah. Or unless he Keanu also doesn't age, which he kind of doesn't. He kind of is one like of those like vampires. He, yeah. like he has right, like one right. of those vampire portraits oh,
1: he or he would, whatever. Yeah. He's most likely to be you a know? vampire.
0: He fought America on the Civil sure. War. Yeah. Uh, on both sides. <laughs> but so who I'll throw out <laughs> is uh, finally like a version of Ghost Rider I could get behind.
3: That that to <laughs> me is I've heard like Ghost
1: Rider too recently. <laughs> that and one just that made me Yeah, you up. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he's so fun. He's so cute. <laughs> he does have similar energy to like Nick Cage. because I could see unhinged. kind of unhinged, is a little Nick Cage. Where yeah. he's just kind of like. Not a person. He's more of an idea. He really is. Yeah, exactly. He's an idea.
2: He's a hallucination that we all experience together, (laughs) and are grateful for that.
3: I think if you if you went the opposite direction from cosmic, something that's as grounded as you can get, like not like an Iron Man or Captain America, someone just fully street level. Someone also as a teacher could be kind of cool, like a stick who trains Daredevil. Something Mm -hmm. like that would be very cool for him.
0: Yeah, I just like that idea. That I, I mean, he's he's a pretty good fighter. Uh, as we saw, and in, in always be my maybe, mm-hmm. <laughs> where he kicks an his, excellent his, fighter. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of honestly, before he gets told, I want to see him in some badass fight scenes. Like, I feel like there's MCU characters he could take right now as Keanu Reeves. Like, he he could. I don't know, maybe Black Widow, like it's like you might be able to like, eh, maybe. Yeah, let's give yeah. that down. Well, he'd be great yeah. to have as another Sorcerer <laughs> Supreme
2: or something. Like they cast at <gasps> the Cumberbatch, he's like great casting, oh, yeah. but you got to imagine Keanu was in consideration for that role for Doctor Strange. Oh, he had yeah, to. I have think so. Yeah. Yeah. Must have. Oh, there's yeah. so 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 a cold yeah. or Mordo or something. Yeah, for Tilda Swinton's part maybe would 100% yeah. for Tilda
1: Swinton's part.
0: Yeah. He's he's actually Asian too. Uh which would have <gasps>
3: avoided that. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. you know. Yeah. Fun stuff. I just last pitch Galactus, go full like he is the net. Like you want Kane the Conqueror as your next villain, Galactus. He's layered, he's deep. Sometimes he's a hero, sometimes he's a villain, and also kind of giving him a weird costume. I feel like would really fit, yeah. like yeah. another flavor of Keanu. You're I'm telling not sure. me I can eat planets? <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> it's a pretty out there uh, theory, but
0: uh, Sam, I don't know.
3: How do you grade your own pitch? See? <laughs> <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> not, not even that give it a I give it a B. I think I, you know honestly I think Silver Surfer is the one we going to go with and also the idea also if you kind of go with like he's Silver Surfer and Galactus they're like a symbiotic relationship where they both kind of look like each other. I'm going down a rabbit hole. There's a couple things you, you went can play down with there. A rabbit hole oh, a long I'm time st- ago. I'm lost. Yeah. Okay,
1: let's like take it back to Spider-Man for just a moment. We didn't start hear there. And me <laughs> out. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I just in my mind I was there. You've there the whole um, time. <laughs> so back to Spider-Man well, cuz we were talking about how the next Spider-Man's coming out and the Possibly could be a setup sort of situation. We don't know what movie they want to hire him for. Is it going to be a Spider-Man thing, or is it going to be a you know like a Guardians future thing or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, but J. Jenna Jameson.
0: Oh, oh that's an interesting <laughs> you don't have a J. J. <laughs>
2: And uh, yeah, no, we don't. I Wonder yeah, if he fine. could
0: get that like that anger. Well, it, it would exactly. be a different Got vibe. <laughs> it wouldn't be like a, a bugle. It'd be more like um, like a devil's Wears Prada style exactly. magazine yeah. or something yeah. like kinda that. that Peter that. works at yeah. 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 Or, 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 then, or like Meryl a WikiLeaks uh, journalist. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah whistleblower
2: kind of guy. What's that guy's yeah. name? Got carried Keep out of Juliana the... Song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a turn.
3: Yeah. Well,
0: Sam, how do you grade that pitch?
3: Oh, give it a give it a B as well. I wouldn't give it a B. Give the kind other one a B, joking, so it's not but... as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Grade my gradings down below. All right. Well,
0: speaking of uh, giving it a B or so, uh, let's talk about the end of Game of Thrones, uh, which I—I I mean, I'm gonna say right out of the gate that I actually have a lot that I liked in that in that last season. But clearly, a lot of people had a lot that they hated. I also had my own frustrations. Uh, but there's this really popular video going around right now from YouTuber Think Story. Uh, he reworked the plots of the last three episodes of the series in a way that a lot of people are saying that they actually prefer and wish the show had actually done it the way he did it, as if they knew his ending. And also, obviously, he doesn't need to keep George R. R. Martin happy uh, the way that the rest of us do uh, constantly, or he'll leave us. Uh, he, uh, but what he does is he leaves the first two episodes of the season intact, and then he picks things up during the Battle of Winterfell, which still does happen. Uh, and Jorah and Theon still die, but then, this is actually one of my favorite changes, the Night King wins that battle, yeah. which I kind of like was, I couldn't imagine how the Night King wasn't going to win, and then he didn't, uh, but then our our survivors have to rush south to King's Landing, there Jaime has to convince Cersei to let all of those people into King's Landing, and that's where she makes Danny bend the knee to her. Danny obviously uh, choosing her people. Uh, well, not obviously. I guess in this scenario, choosing her people does decide to bend the knee, and actually, Cersei in that moment, at least, kind of wins the the Game of Thrones. Uh, but Bran also travels back in time, and he figures out that the only way to destroy the Night King is to burn the weirwood tree where he was made. Uh, it'll kill all the magic in the world if they do that, including zombie Jon Snow, uh, mm. the father of Danny's baby, uh, who is definitely pregnant with. John's baby in this version. Danny does successfully burn the tree for the good of the realm. John dies in her arms. She's kind of an Azura high figure uh, in a way. And then their child is supposed to be the heir to the future. Iron Throne. Uh, There's also some cool stuff that we didn't see. Um, Bran wargs into a dragon, which we all kind of wanted to happen, but it was only kind of teased. Uh, Although he gets stuck in it when somebody basically unplugs the dragon. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Arya does wear another face. She wears Jaime Lannister's face, uh, and she uses it to kill Cersei. Uh, The Night King freezes the water around Euron's ships. So cool. Uh, And Alaria Sand turns out she was still alive. In the Red Keep, she breaks out of her jail cell and gets in, like, a fight with with Arya, basically. Maybe it's just a shouting match or something. Uh, But, uh, so, uh, questions here, basically. So you guys are all caught up. Listeners are caught up, too. Does that sound more satisfying to you? Would that have been, like, yeah, I would have been happy with that version? Or is it kind of, no matter what, at this point, people were going to have issues?
3: I mean, go for it. Oh,
1: sorry. Well, I guess that, like, the, I mean... I, I also am kind of on the same page as you where I, I didn't hate the last season of Game of Thrones it I mean there was like some things obviously that I was like ah eh, that wasn't great but like it's not my least favorite thing in the world so I'm not in that camp
0: it's a high bar so yeah you know
1: well no it's just, I mean people are like raging about this yeah. like I have friends with very strong opinions that I have gotten into a lot of battles with recently uh, swords only but. Um, Yeah, I guess that I just, I really thought that uh, the Night King was going to be a bigger deal, because obviously, like, it opens with the Night King, I mean, it opens with, like, the Cold Boys, as I call them, (laughs) Um, and, like, the Night King and the Cold Boys are supposed to represent, like you know like 80s band exactly Mm -hmm. the night king and the cold boys um but they're like supposed to represent like climate change and all of that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and so in my opinion what happened in the game of thrones like series finale was kind of like they were like oh yeah dude no it's cool like climate change that problem we thought we had that's done with let's just focus on donald trump now Mm -hmm. and it's like that's that's not the thing like there's the the Night King should have been a bigger problem. Like that was the but, bigger problem But for you, it's, bec- it's for because me. of the
0: the allegory is kind of what no, you No, not
1: necessarily it? just the allegory, but just in terms of like it was such a bigger danger to everyone than Cersei ever could be, mm-hmm. than any like human ever could be. Which is
0: more on the show, right? The show really hyped it up to be yeah you to know, be like this big so huge deal. Huge, yeah. So that
1: was the thing that I agreed with uh, this guy's video on was that I did think that the Night King should have been a little harder to defeat. Um, I'm also not a huge fan of how literally every single franchise now is bursting people into Thanos dust. It's like, come on, that was queen of the damned 2001 era. Get get your (laughs) shit together, people.
0: Aaliyah deep
3: cut right there. Aaliyah deep cut right there. (laughs) But that's how
1: she dies, so. Not
3: in
0: real life, it was very sad.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, in real life, RIP. Um, I wasn't disappointed really with the season either. I think the more I think about it, I see the concerns, I see the criticisms, and I think a good amount of them are valid. Uh, I like the idea of the Night King meaning more because, like you have said, and like you said, like the, just the, the way that went about for just a lot of reasons, I it felt hollow. It felt like we were just kind of spinning our wheels, even though this is a big deal. It didn't feel that way. So the idea of kind of stretching that out and bringing it further south so that Cersei is aware of what this problem is, that's great. And I like the idea of utilizing making the Faceless Men mean literally anything, like for anyone like besides mm-hmm. her aria's training as an assassin the idea of, that she learned this right. trick that is amazing yeah. that it, is essential for the story yeah like
0: for the for the overall arc of the show
3: so that it means something right. i like the the his, his video is great and i like the way he kind of breaks in at a certain points specifically like just utilizing every everything that you've set up beautifully over all these seasons and making it worth something um not that i again still enjoyed the end of the the end of the series but i like that idea i like the idea of danny having to bend a knee and i like like that there was just i like that this ending better for Danny and John specifically although i think the showrunners brought Danny to an interesting spot that we were kind of seeing for a long time. So her ending I'm not so much upset about, but I do like their ending for John better. Or I like this this man's fan theory about John's ending the, better. The ultimate sacrifice. The ultimate sacrifice. Right. Also yeah. the weirwood tree meaning something. You know, like a lot yeah. more. Also right.
0: Bran meaning more. Now, I will call out that the, the weirwood tree is a MacGuffin. Like mm. in, in his version, you know, it does mean more, but it also suddenly becomes a race to the weirwood tree. In his version, the Night King, Uh, is able to see the same thing that Bran is able to see and so now they are all racing to the weirwood tree um, which does have kind of an Indiana Jones feel to it a little bit Uh, but you're right that the show had already established like this location isn't really important these symbols are really important maybe they're all pointing to that Mm -hmm.
2: I like this guy's video and I think the reason I liked it is he's very tapped into what a lot of the fans saw the show as like uh, he kind of follows a lot of the plot trajectory points that we kind of predicted the show would might go Mm -hmm. in the final season and instead Dan and Dave subverted expectations which a lot of fans are just mad that all they did is just be surprising and just give us something unexpected even though it's not really justified in the show's trajectory until that point um, but I think the fact that I like its it doesn't mean that it's what the show should have been mm-hmm. you know right. like uh, just because they're tapped in with what fans want for the show uh, doesn't mean it's right. And there's a lot of the things that I saw in this video where I'm like, oh God, I would have hated if like, if Ellaria <sighs> oh, yeah. Sand. I did not need a yeah, Sand Yeah, that was, you know, that was rich. Um, so right it's out. not like this guy is any wiser or the fans are any wiser than Dan and Dave are. But I think the reason why people are upset is unlike what you saw the Russo brothers and Kevin Feige did with uh, Avengers Endgame and kind of satisfy exactly what fans want. Like the Marvel guys are very plugged into what fans are expecting and much, much better at expectation management than what the HBO team was at. And I think going forward with a lot of these big property things, it it sets the bar higher. You have to be aware of what your fans are expecting and you can't just throw curveballs at them and expect them to stay with you. You kind of have to, you have to watch some of these videos. You have to know what fans want from these characters rather than just kind of blindly go in your own direction and expect everyone to be on board with you and then just say F you if they aren't on board.
0: Right. Can you imagine if Stanley years ago told Kevin Feige how Avengers Endgame needs to end? <laughs> like that's the that's the big difference, right? That yeah. they they were like, we can do what the fans want, and we can get we can build to it, and we can pay that all off. And instead, you know, D and D were given a very specific ending with characters, and and this uh, version that this guy did does not acknowledge you know the things that George R R Martin most likely told them. This is how it's supposed to end. Uh, so he does have that freedom, first of all, that, that our showrunners did not. But I do think Eric's really tapping into this this idea of the fan service kind of ending. I think Endgame nailed it. Um, but I do think that's maybe my issue with this video is it's kind of like, yeah, uh, you know, as the rubble is falling, like, Elaria Sand kind of falls out of the rubble. And he's like, oh, thank God I'm out of there. No. Let's fight. No. You know, that <laughs> no, 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 is no. a little, like, uh, <laughs> Excessive. Uh, that said, you know, sometimes that's the feeling that people want. When uh, Sam and I were on SourceFed, uh, the last video we did was just purposely like the most fan servicey thing of any single reference that had ever been made mm. on SourceFed and it's like some a really cheesy kind of story. But it really was kind of like this it really we we'd already lost our jobs at that point. Yeah. <laughs> we really didn't care like for like what our ending was. It was like, why don't we make literally like the ending that the fans probably would request Uh, It's just, man, they were just in a real hard position. Especially now that people are like, here's how you should have done it with a lot of hindsight and with a lot of reaction telling me how you should have done it. Yeah, exactly. So it's a lot easier to do it uh, from this perspective. But still, hey, good job, right? Yay, Yay. Sam, what do you grade this pitch?
3: Uh, That's an A. (laughs) Ooh, that's an
0: A. Mm. Mm. Grade my pitch. pitch. Thank you. Yeah, Welcome back to Grade My Pitch. Uh, that's pitch with a P. Uh, <laughs> all right, uh, let's give it up really quick for another sponsor who helped us bring you guys this new show. Uh, it's Wix. Um, Wix allows you guys to build professional websites with thousands of different templates uh, so your site can do whatever it needs to do. It can be a blog, uh, a business, a place to interact with your fans of your pop culture YouTube channel, which is actually what we did with it. I'll tell you about that in a second. But basically, uh, Wix just has a bunch of professional solutions to fit whatever your needs are. So the way we used it, uh, we built this interactive website for you to get involved with what we cover on like this show and in our other videos. It's newrockstarsfan.com lets you give us feedback and suggest future video topics for us to cover uh it helps us by the way you get a direct line of communication with you guys of what we should spend our time on uh the newly launched version of wix it's got this wix turbo it loads way faster than other websites they take care of the heavy lifting that uh lets you just take full creative control Control of your own website uh, That could be your first website You could be an experienced veteran designer Like Devin uh, But you can get started today No one uh, laughs because we all respect Devin very much And all the amazing things that Devin has pulled off Again give it up for Devin For everything that Devin pulls off uh, constantly. He's literally holding up the table right now <laughs> uh, So uh, you can get started today uh, For free at wix.com rockstars And apply code Rockstars at checkout To get an additional 10% off When you upgrade to the premium version so again, it's Wix.com slash Rockstars, and if you use the code Rockstars at checkout, you get 10% off the upgraded version of Premium, but also just starting as free. Uh, but let's move on to some uh, movies that we didn't connect with uh, as much as uh, we do with our new website. Uh, so the it's it's a real strange time for movies, actually, that are not MCU movies. Like, MCU is, is still, you know, killing it or coming back because they're, they're doing so well with the same movies, but... Both X-Men Dark Phoenix and Men in Black International, they completely failed to connect with critics and audiences. They're both sitting in the low 20s on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh. Dark Phoenix, this is its totally true, was beaten at the box office by Secret Life of Pets 2. <laughs> It is, also, it's not a Secret Life of Pets, like, yeah. too. That's a solid movie, fun, entertainment. Avatar, Avengers yeah. Endgame, Secret Life of Pets, too. Oh yeah, exactly. uh, not the first one. Not the first yeah, one, yeah. yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Who saw yeah. that? Uh, so uh, I just wanna go down really quick and ask, uh, let's start with you, Whitney. Why didn't you watch Men in Black International? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I guess I just like, I didn't, I don't know. Honestly, it was just one of those things for me where it was like, okay, well like we know Will Smith's not coming back. And then I also And, and kind a Hemsworth of like, Isn't worth it? No She's not She um, <laughs> Just
0: kidding I'm That's the whole reason kidding. To go see it I, d-
1: I don't really stand By what I just said um, <laughs> um, No I just I, I, It's not something I've really been Interested in Since like 1998 To be honest So that's Been really a minute why But I, the, <laughs> the 90s are back I know The So's 90s eighth are boyfriend. back your 8th grade boyfriend Exactly yeah. Um Hi Oscar How are you? You wanna go out later? Um No, but I uh, I do appreciate that there's a small a small pug cameo. I've heard I would see it for that. I have a baby pug, so that interests me on a deep. Not the three hundred
0: million dollars they spend on creating new species. I'm
1: sorry. You could just
0: look up pug pictures on Instagram.
1: Why would I do that when I could go pay six dollars to see it at my local theater? Mm Six (laughs) dollars? Where do you (laughs) see? Are you? (laughs) I, the movie theater by my house is like one of those like cool ones.
2: It's yeah, like six Vista bucks. Matinee or something. Yeah, it's like a dumb there. one. Yeah. Okay. Ooh. It's, it's dumb or is <laughs> it <it's a>, cool? <laughs> cool? It's cool.
1: It's cool. How dumb it is! Dumbly it's
2: dumbly inexpensive oh, Exactly. <laughs> For it's just really cheap. Uh, they
1: have really cheap. They have like canned yeah. wine that they serve too. Yeah. It's pretty great. For the kids, this is pretty the nice. Kids. Sam, yeah. why didn't you Champagne.
2: watch Men in Black International? I
0: did.
3: Of course you did. Yeah, you I watched everything. I love it. I wasn't. This is bad. It was okay. So it's. But why didn't you take ten friends again and again? You're right.
1: Why didn't you invite me, Sam? Yeah.
3: Also, fun plug. I saw Dark Phoenix too, and the uh, yeah. the final fight scene. You're like Hans Zimmer weirdly did the score. So you're like, okay, it's pretty good. And it's All like chugging, right. chugging, chugging. You hit that lull for a second. You're like, are we gonna make it? And it's quiet. And you're like, whoa, the beat's still going. And then the lights started flashing. And I was like, oh, the fire alarm's going off. And it's been going <laughs> off for maybe ten minutes. And they did since it was a press screening. They didn't know what to do because we're. Press and they can't show us another screening, so they evacuated the other theater and left us in as the <laughs> alarm was going off. I, I already had my opinion of the movie; it wasn't going to change. Men in Black. I don't know. I, it, it's it kind of misses the mark of the the charm of the first Men in Black film, and also the fun discovery of it, where it it taps into all the UFO ufology yeah. that we are kind of aware right. of, like the tabloids and like crop circles and everything. Like it's it's great. Like and uh, then the second movie happened, in the third one, whatever, and the fourth one, you're like, okay, we could you know, new director, Gary F. Yeah. F gray new new team maybe we can figure it out and it doesn't it has three ideas and no, nothing ends and then the movie's over and it's it's a real big disappointment that's really interesting though that you're, you're reminding
0: me of the first one it, it is the connections to roswell right mm-hmm. yeah and it's this the, even the trailer for it is like basically what if i told you that there's this whole underground society that is like the most advanced force in the universe uh And it's all like right under your nose, happening every day. And also, people around you every day are blatant aliens, and that's why there's so many weird people uh, on the planet. So it did have that whole other layer. And then it eventually became like a full version of that Will Smith music video. uh, Mm -hmm. uh, Wild Wild West, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly the Wild Wild West. uh, Eric, uh, why didn't you uh, come to my birthday party? (laughs) I wasn't invited. Yeah, but it was at Men in Black International. You should have been there anyway.
2: Well, it's just the marketing for the movie is so bad. No, I mean, here's the problem. It is marketing, right? Like, there's been plenty of movies that like don't get great. Critics' reviews, but like audiences still love them. I think Venom is a good example of that. Like critics didn't go crazy for Venom, but it made a ton of money, and audiences still connected. It's also, in the
0: Asian market, where it made a lot of that. Money. Yeah, it's
2: yeah. a lot of it is again expectation management. These are two dead franchises. Like the last movies that people could remember from those franchises were not good. People didn't like X Men Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I don't think people could really remember Men in Black Three, but yeah, I don't no. think people really had a positive feeling about it. And the studios didn't do anything to get people excited to go see these movies. Like, part of it was Fox is bought out by Disney, so Fox executives didn't really know how to promote Dark Phoenix at that point. But no, the trailers were confusing for both of those movies, were released at really confusing times. Like, I remember... Yeah, one, it was in the middle of the night. And yeah, it was like movies. a 9 p.m. <laughs> West Coast time for a Dark Phoenix trailer. I'm like, do they want people to watch this trailer? <laughs> Men in Black came out, like, it was like Friday, like, right before Christmas. Yeah. And, like, we were on our way out the door. We're like, oh, should we talk about this? Like, there's, I'm there's. Not gonna game- lie, yeah. I
1: didn't even know that Men in Black was like out yet. Like, mm-hmm, I, didn't, right. like I had no idea that it had even already
2: come. Uh, out. Yeah, the the studios in both cases dumped these movies and didn't want people to go see them. It seemed like so. Which why should is crazy we?
3: Crazy because I get why X Men kind of faltered because weirdly we know so much about the merger of two companies and we talk about it. Yeah. You know, like not. Yeah. I like talking about it, but how many how much everybody kind of knows about it in, like, some way or another. The Men in Black movies, it's weird because you had a chance to kind of reinvigorate it. You had young co-stars that were great in a hit movie in Thor Ragnarok, and all you really had to do was do a buddy cop movie, and it's none of those things. Well, it seems like they kind of tried to do a little bit of that with the marketing, but then the marketing
0: kept changing where then they said, well, what if it's actually a Thor spinoff? Right, there was like all the references to the hammer and stuff. and they They made like, yeah, two ads that were dedicated to making it seem like a vendors game. Yeah,
2: Yeah, it is a business. And yeah, on the script level, the direction level, these movies aren't that great either. But you can still like, you can salvage it and make something great out of it. And I I didn't see Men in Black, but the reason I didn't see it is it seemed to have not understand what was great about the original film, which is amazing. The original film, the whole joke of it is you have like Will Smith get emasculated with this tiny, noisy cricket, right? That's the
0: plot of the whole movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's the no, but that, it's just funny and goofy. You have, so good. You so have What's-His-Face, so so like
2: Tommy Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Yeah, and yeah. then the guy, the cockroach guy, who's uh, Kingpin. Vincent D'Onofrio. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, D'Onofrio's doing these crazy, wacky, like bits that as the series went on they got further and further away from it and tried to lean right. into the cool and then in the Men in Black International they literally have huge guns and that's all that's cool right. about it as opposed to the small guns and that's well, had so that, fun
0: that Barry Sonnenfeld vibe remember like just the end of the the credits sequence is one that always stays with me right where like it keeps zooming uh, back out and we just kind of like understand like how like quirky and weird yeah. the universe is and how insignificant some things are. It reminded me a lot of that show pushing daisies. Mm-hmm. Oh, remember right. that show where it's just yeah. kind of like this like quirky, like weird reality and it's almost like the in that show the joke of being able to like resurrect people and it's like in a, in a bakery or something like, it's like putting the that just juxtaposition of super serious content with like a super silly cute portrayal of it and that, you know men in black. That's kind of the theme of that, right? Where, you know, the whole universe and everything that's
3: important can be like in a a child's toy, I think is Mm -hmm. what it was, right? It was a marble alien is like marbles. And also it's like it's day to day. For Tommy Lee Jones, it's like, yeah, the world ends like every like couple months. It's fine. Don't freak out. If you freak out, it's gonna make it so hard for you. Don't don't freak out. And then they yeah, they like you pointed out, they kinda just lose that over the two, three, and four, they don't care anymore. You know what they also didn't have? we were
0: always obsessed with the And then like the little alien that's in the face, and hey, Orion's oh, so cool. belt, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, uh, I always imagine like anyone that uh, it was a teacher of mine or whatever. Like they had that little alien oh inside God. of them. Uh, but all of these innovative ways to like hide aliens amongst us. Uh, and then I don't think there was any reveals of like new kinds of aliens in the uh, in the commercials or anything.
3: No, they didn't. They they did do that same joke from the first one where it was like it's like Michael Jackson an alien, and then they showed Donald Glover is like yeah that guy's an alien. And it's like and everyone's like yeah for sure. I'm like what? Why, do they Why Donald what they Glover? Hate? Yeah. Because don't uh, don't he's talented,
0: yeah, like I don't understand. That's wonderful. <laughs> Good yeah, for him. Yeah, not Christopher
3: Walken or something. Yeah. Uh, uh,
1: but speaking of the marketing, y'all, do you guys remember Burger King putting out the the Men in Black? It was like the it was like a chicken applesauce, and it was green, and it was like yeah. for like the aliens. Do you remember that? I remember and the chicken yeah. yeah. applesauce. Mm-hmm. Yeah, green and it was,
0: chicken applesauce. It was like was it so local? It was, to it was only your Burnett Burger King? No, <laughs> it
1: wasn't. Um, so it was like it was uh, apple. Like, it, was, it wasn't it applesauce. It was like a like a dressing. It was like a condiment almost, okay. but it was lime green, and it tasted kind of like apples, and then mm-hmm. you dip your chickies into it. Oh, oh,
0: oh my God. Oh. And, well, that's why that's wish, <laughs> I, and that's
2: why this
3: movie
1: failed. that's why this movie failed is exactly it what did. I'm saying. So <laughs> grade my pitch, but this movie failed because Burger King didn't re-put out yeah. the green This is apple. a Rick
2: Sanchez argument. You yeah. want the schedule on
0: sauce, <laughs> and everything's yeah.
3: fine. A-plus. Plus.
0: You. <laughs> I mean, you. Uh, there you go. Uh, before we move on from it, though, I do want to ask you guys um, uh, kind of a two-parter here with X Men: Dark Phoenix. Uh, why, um, why did fatigue set in for that franchise and not for the Avengers? And then I'll ask something else in a second.
2: I mean, output, right? Like, Avengers yeah. was pumping out two to three movies a year and keeping these characters fresh in our mind. You
0: think that it's because they had more movies? Yeah, I honestly
2: do. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Uh, we forgot what the X-Men franchise was. The X-Men Apocalypse kind of came out and landed with a thud in the summer of 2016. And we had uh, almost three years before we had another X-Men movie with that character. We had Deadpool movies that were doing great but I think people lost touch with what that franchise was. And the fact that X-Men Apocalypse ended with it was such a not great movie, like, no one really cared what was coming next from that. I mean, Days of Future Past was the one before that, and it was solid. I guess we had Logan, but Logan was so removed from everything else from that franchise and was deliberately trying to be its own thing. And I think a lot of people felt that Logan should have been the end of that franchise because it was just such an emotional goodbye to those characters. So it kind of felt like you were resurrecting something that we already said goodbye to
1: Logan is one of my favorite movies it's so good it's (laughs) fantastic I love it very much and
3: also kind of piggybacking off that like X-Men Apocalypse set up a whole new cast and no one connected with. No one remembers who they are. Like, I know Cyclops wears the goggles, and (laughs) Nightcrawler is blue. And, like, that's it. And, like, then they did, like, this new movie. It's like, well, you guys like those characters, so they're the main crux of this movie specifically, even though we already had about three endings to this franchise. So, yeah, and also, like, saying, like, that Marvel MCU proper cranks out so many movies, like, it does work, though. It does work, especially when you're leading to something very specific. It was still able to bring in new people and keep loyal fans going back over and over again Captain Marvel what made a billion dollars almost made a billion dollars something like that so it's it's a it's a testament to that and a few other things but it does help having movies crank out that often. Mm. Yeah.
1: I also guess I've just ever since like after Days of Future Past I guess I've just kind of been feeling like a sense of fatigue from Jennifer Lawrence and Michael Fassbender where I mean just, she's giving that off as like, hard as yeah, she can like, to get it. yeah like they're just out. like yeah <laughs> like she just wants out so bad mm-hmm. and like neither of them care you know and it's just like I know you don't care I don't want to mm-hmm. watch this movie that you don't even care about either right. he doesn't and- even
3: wear a costume in this movie <laughs> yeah, he, doesn't, he, doesn't he even it care. at one point and it crushes his head <laughs> cool tight, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah uh, that's, but that's an interesting point about the endings that uh, you uh, Sam and Eric said the yeah. this idea that um, it felt like it ended already uh, it kind of reminds me of the, that Lord of the Rings style of ending right where it was kind of a specific uh, Return of the King where it was like everyone needed to go to the bathroom I still remember, I still remember that because I had to see a doctor after this and it was just like you have to hold it through three or four more endings uh, and it does have the X-Men franchise like reminding you the Patrick Stewart generation of, of that franchise ended once you know like We have ended that thing so many times. Uh, Meanwhile, Avengers has never, they just got to their first ending. Uh, 65 years later
2: and uh, to be fair to the X-Men franchise uh, Avengers they learned from the mistakes of the X-Men franchise I mean Kevin Feige was an associate producer in the first one and he was able to see where the X-Men franchise kind of went wrong over the years and was able to from the beginning do like a 2.0 version of superhero genre movies and was able to do exactly the story he wanted to and was able to plan ahead and the way that the X-Men movies have been able to they've been kind of reacting to the failures of the past one trying to do a different thing you know by bringing
0: back the exact same creative team almost every single Dying, which yeah. is super weird. Hey. Uh, uh, cool, but and then what's gonna what's it gonna take for you guys to get excited about the X Men again? <sighs>
2: Uh, Kevin Feige PGA on the opening credits. <laughs>
0: yeah, but and you think time probably right? Like not even if it was if it was next year, even if it was
3: Kevin Feige, even if it was Marvel, it probably is like kind of. It just doesn't feel right right now to do it. You say that, but they cranked out they the third Spider Man two is coming out in a week, and so and they have not waited at any time just to keep making those movies. But when you stamped uh, MCU on there, people mm-hmm. got interested again. Spider Man Homecoming didn't perform as well as like previous Spider-Man films, but it still made buckets of money. And it got people to go see a lot of more movies since mm-hmm. Tom Holland was in those. So that idea of, like, the, if you... I'd say give it a little bit of time, just because we're tired. They're probably tired making X-Men movies. <laughs> give it a second, and then we're come tired. back. We're tired. We're tired. <laughs> <laughs> tired. <laughs> Dark is Phoenix really is a rough movie yeah. to get through. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Give it some time, but I think you don't have to wait that long. Okay. Honestly,
1: though, like, I've been really satisfied with all of the, like, X-Men characters that they've been introducing through Deadpool, like, yeah. Negasonic Teenage Warhead, anyone? Mm-hmm. She fly! I like her! You know, mm-hmm. like, I've been having a lot of <laughs> fun with, Did you give like, your those... own, like,
0: shout-outs, like, so, like side did, support yes, there? I did, yes, exactly, like,
1: exactly. She fly! We like She her. fly! We like <laughs> her! Bring Whitney back! <laughs> 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 um, no, but, I mean, I like those characters, so I guess I feel like... I don't know. Like, if I think the Deadpool's gonna get me back into it, if anyone. Does. I mean, it
0: seems like it's the only one that they'll keep, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good call. Uh- Cool, well, uh, we're gonna wrap this up uh, with a uh, thing we're just gonna try out here. It's uh, just a little bit of rogue questions on this rogue theory uh, show. Uh, And these questions are, are, I don't don't know what the questions are, actually. Uh, So I'll probably hate them, but but we'll see. Uh, Maybe they make sense, maybe they're great, maybe they're amazing. Devin, you did a great job, I'm sure. All right, Uh, all right, so. Uh, number one, I'm just throwing this out to everyone. Uh, so Steven Spielberg is producing a short-form horror series called Spielberg After Dark that can only be viewed when it is literally dark outside. Question, besides horror, what other content should you only watch at night?
2: Oh, uh, uh, the Battle of Winterfell so that you can actually make out the contrast lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, the opening scene of Logan where he takes out all those guys on the side of the freeway—super oh, bloody—and it's it so that way you can hide your tears if you're crying.
1: And I would say a Daredevil in solidarity. Ooh,
3: great Daredevil! Yeah. <laughs> Always <is> dark. <laughs> uh,
0: two. Uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine director Denis Villeneuve is creating a Dune spin off TV series focused on the women of the Dune universe. Question. What alien race needs their own spin off series? Oh. So GEICO Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Geico Caveman won. Yeah.
1: Um, every single one off uh, monster of the week episode on X Files, every single one of those monsters Ooh. is deserving.
3: There's pretty good ones. <laughs> As a team.
1: As a team, <laughs> they all team up the slime guy who can fit through the pipes. Uh,
3: I give I mean I give the I give the scrolls, maybe. Yeah. This girl scrolls, maybe it could shapeshift and go out and do fun stuff together.
2: I think we need an Animorphs, uh, Hork-Bajir Chronicles series. Yes. And you've uh, been saying it. They've been primed for a reboot. Yeah. Why hasn't it happened yet? Yeah.
3: Uh, new, you have a new video
0: coming out on that, right?
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, I'm on it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah! uh,
0: number three. A video went viral this week of a man washing his roof in Florida during a rainstorm dressed in a full Spider-Man costume. Question, Eric, when did you make it down to Florida? <laughs>
2: hey, uh, you guys said I wasn't allowed to do it naked, so this uh, <laughs> is a step and in the right direction. And still more obscene somehow.
0: Yes. Uh, number four, Netflix said that 30 million accounts watched the new Adam Sandler movie, 30 million accounts, uh, the new Adam Sandler movie, Murder Mystery, in its very first weekend. Woo. Uh, yeah. Uh, Whitney, why did you watch it instead of Men in Black? I
1: didn't watch it. I swear. <laughs> you sure? I swear. Yes. I'll watch Men in Black. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, did anybody watch it? I mean, well, Thirty I million watch people it. did. That card landed perfectly million. on her perfectly wall. Real? There, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's teetering that's up a there. Shot. Yeah. Uh, Thirty million. Yeah. I mean, is it? Are they did
1: Russian you guys
3: bots? Watch it? Like what? It would... I heard it was okay. Yeah,
2: people love Sam. My,
3: my dad. Yeah. My dad watched it like five times.
1: That's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Five million times. Five million. <laughs> I mean, I
3: can't say. 30
1: Uh, of your dads all watched it 5 million times. That's the Alien
0: spinoff series I need to see. 30 of Sam's dads. (laughs) 30 of Sam's dads. But uh, fans in Edmonton, Canada have started a petition to name a park building the Nathan Fillion Civilian Pavilion. That's Uh, perfect.
1: All right. I have no problem.
0: This is a challenge round. Uh, First person to come up with their own great celebrity rhyming name of a building wins. Some examples are... uh, Francis McDormand McDormitory or uh, Whitney Win- Whitney Van Landingham's Van Landing Pad. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, I've got the uh, the Janet Reno Clambake Casino Casino. <laughs> All right, we're done. Yes.
0: Not gonna top that. Uh, just, uh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, Whitney wins this episode of Rogue yes. Theory. Yes. Uh, uh, great job. Thank you uh, so much. Uh, that's it, guys. That was the premiere cool. episode of Rogue Theory. Yes. Uh, so big thanks to our panel. We got Eric Voss. Uh, yeah. Yay. Sam Basher who we can find Only Stupid Answers and Might Be Awesome and our winner of this yay. week Whitney Van oh, Landingham. I didn't know this
1: was like a game I didn't no, know it was a competition uh, I was yeah.
0: not aware it was Don't a competition it's always a game yay. yeah uh, follow all these people on Twitter and on Instagram uh, give them ahead. a search give them a Google uh, thanks so much. Uh, also uh, follow me on, on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, thanks so much for uh, going out on a limb with us on this show. Uh, we're trying new things, obviously, and um, we're really proud of the stuff we've done. But also, we're really excited about the stuff that we're gonna do. Uh, uh, constructive criticism allowed at FEMO on Twitter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, have a good one, guys. Thanks so much. Sure.